the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is the Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. Just sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. Well, please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing an awesome message with you that's entitled, Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. Something God wants every born-again believer to do, including me and you. All of us who are children of God have the awesome opportunity to have a close, intimate relationship with God Almighty. But unfortunately, not many of us have and enjoy a close, intimate relationship with Him like God wants it to be between Him and me and you. The good news is that there are things that can be done by each of us to increase the intimacy between God and us. There are pathways that the Bible tells us that each and every one of us can follow that'll help us to get to the place where the close, intimate relationship with God that He desires us to have with Him is had by Him and us. Let's learn about some of those pathways that'll help us to get there. That is, into the more closer, intimate relationship with God that He wants to have with us. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the Word? Because we're ready or not, here it comes. 1 John chapter 2, verse 6. Hallelujah. It says, He that saith he abideth in him ought himself also so to walk, even as he walked. It says, he that, he that saith he abideth in him, speaking that they abide in the Lord, abide in God, ought himself also so to walk even as he walked. Therefore, if we're going to be close to God and walk with God, then we ought to do something about any sin that's still in our lives. Mm-hmm. Because he that saith he abideth in him, he just ought to, he just ought to. That word abideth right there means to stay or remain. To stay or remain. If we're going to stay in God, we're going to remain in God, and we're going to live in God like we ought to do, then, we, then there's something we ought to do. Amen. See, if we're going to abide in him, then we ought to walk just like Jesus walked. Yes. We ought to walk just like Jesus walked. That word walked right there talks about tread all around. That is walk at large. Tread all around. That is walk at large. Or basically, wherever you go, this is how you ought to do it. There's not a place that you go that you ought not do it like this. No matter where you are, you ought to walk like God. No matter where you are, you ought to walk like Jesus walked. If you find yourself around some folk that don't walk like God, you still ought to walk like God. If you find yourself around some folk that don't roll like God do, you still walk like God. There are hours that people of God should be out. There should be hours that people of God should be back home. 
Because what are you doing that's so important that's at that time of night? The freaks come out at night. Is anybody hear me up in here? We move on. But they, we, no matter who we around, we still live like God. We walk at large like he do. You might find yourself around some of your old drunk relatives. So what? That don't mean you get all sniffy with it and get to, get to enjoying it. Well, I just take one. No. Walk like God. Turn the vinegar down. Not turn it up. Turn it down. We move. So, so, so. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. That's what the words say. See, in other words, if we're serious about living out, living our lives as God's chosen and close and intimate sons, then we ought to be willing to make some adjustments in our lives. We ought to be willing to make some adjustments in our lives. Some changes may be necessary on our part. Could I propose to you that possibility? Some, some changes may be necessary on our part. I'm talking to the newly saved, and y'all have been around for a while. Because a lot of people think, well, you know, I've been in this for a while. You too. Everybody. Is it? <laughs> There's only one person that don't walk this thing perfect. His name Jesus. That's why he's telling us to walk like him. All of us can still make a few adjustments here and now. Oh, yes, we can. Because, see, somebody got to change. God ain't changing. Somebody got to change. And if you're walking with God and God ain't changing, let me see, let me see, let me see. It's probably you that's going to have to change. Now, I might be reaching a little bit, but I think I'm touching it too. I think we're going to have to be the one change. Because he ain't going to be developing no liking for sin no time soon. God ain't going to be like, well, you know, I always did want to try that. No. <laughs> he ain't going to be developing no liking for no sin no time soon. Therefore, if there's any changing that's going to be happening, then it's going to be happening to us when we agree with him. Because he ain't going to agree with us and our sin. 20th century New Testament, it renders this verse this way. It says, he who professes to maintain union with God is himself bound to live as Christ lived. You bound to live as Christ lived. <laughs> I like that. John chapter 13, please. See, we got to live like God want us to live. Mm-hmm. And that ain't a got to like, oh, dang, I got to live like God want me to live. No, this is a wonderful opportunity. One that many of us have sat back on our laurels because we were successful at changing to a certain level and to a certain extent so far. And it has produced fruit in our life, benefit in our life. And because of many of us, we stopped right there and didn't go no further. But God said, no, 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 don't stop now. Look back in this perfect law of liberty and see if you look like me. Because I want to, he wants to do some changes in us. Changes about us. Changing who we have around us. He wants to do some changes. Y'all not hearing me up in here. Changes about what we say about us. 
changes about what we think about us. So we can be dehandled So that later on we won't be denied when this cloud pick up and about to move. There won't be nothing in there that say, no, don't move, don't go. You can't do this. You can't have it. Devil is a liar. I'm going to follow the cloud and the fire. And I'm going the way God's got for me. John chapter 13. See, Jesus tells us out of his own mouth what we, what we ought to do if we're going to follow him. Say, well, that was, that was, that was nice. That was, that was the apostle John. Well, here's Jesus himself. John chapter 13, verse 15. He said, verse 15, I have given you an example that you should do as I have done to you. I've given you an example. Talk about, now in specific, he was talking about how he washed their feet. But he's talking about basically whatever I did to you. I've given you an example. That word example right there means an exhibition for imitation or warning. An exhibition for imitation or warning. Which means if you done seen Jesus do it, you ought to do it. If you ain't seen Jesus do it, let that be warning enough not to do it. If you've seen Jesus do it, then you ought to do it. If you haven't seen in scripture Jesus doing it, then let that be warning enough. Because if he excluded it from scripture, you should exclude it from your life. Come on, parents. I got any parents in the house say, hey? hey? Especially if your kids trip out and do something they ought not do. What's one of the first things come to your mind? Have you seen me do that? Have you heard me say that? If you haven't seen me do that, heard me say that, what, where, where, you, where, where you get the gumption to do that? Who taught you that? Who said that to you? Did I tell you that? And that's what Jesus says. Did I show you that? Did I do that? Did I press up on that honey? Was I ripping off my daddy's money? And if I wasn't doing that, where you get that from? Rhetorical question, of course, because he knows everything. It's a rhetorical question, of course, because he knows everything. Turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 6. <laughs> 1 Corinthians chapter 6. See, if we're going to walk with Jesus, there's some adjustments that ne- might need to be made. 1 Corinthians chapter 6. Verse 15. It says, know ye not that your bodies are the members of Christ? Don't you know your arms are his arms? Your feet are his feet? Your hands is his hands? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them members of a harlot? Heck no. God forbid if you got the King James. What? Huh? Know ye not that he which is joined to a harlot is one body? Can I help you with that? Hang with a hoe, you a hoe. That's what it's saying. Is that clear? Because don't you know you want flesh? But he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. You one with God. And because you one with God, you're supposed to roll like God roll. Yes, sir. 
That's why I say flee fornication. Everything that a man doeth is without the body. But he that committed fornication sinners against his own body. You jacking yourself up. What? Huh? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own? Huh? 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 For ye are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and your spirit, which are God's. God said, I load on you lock, stock, and barrel. From the rooter to the tutor, you belong to me. Them hands you got is mine. Them, don't be putting my hands on everything it ought not be. Them feet you got is mine. Don't run to it. I'm telling you to flee. Them boots was made for walking. And that's what, oh, what just what you should do. Or one of these days, these boots is going to walk all over you. Is anybody hearing me up here? Y'all don't want to work with me up here. Christ don't have no fellowship with sin. So we don't either. I said, so we don't either. See, when we follow Jesus, we don't walk in darkness. We're supposed to walk in the light as he's in the light. John chapter 8. Hallelujah. Somebody invites you over and you go over there and you see it's dark. Oh, you ought to stop right at the door. Ask him, you a vampire or something? Turn some lights on. This ain't no club. Y'all not hear me up in here? <laughs> Is you a bat? What's up with you? Turn some lights on. St. John chapter 8. St. John chapter 8. Turn on some lights. Verse 10. We walk in the light. Is anybody hear me up in here? Ask them, what, you ain't got enough money to keep your bills paid? You don't need to be talking to me in the first place. I ain't willing to step in no foolishness where if you can't even keep your lights on, I'm sure enough going to use more electricity. So if you can't afford you, you sure can't afford me. We in John chapter 8. Get back to me when you get a better paying one. <laughs> John chapter, y'all don't even want to work with me. That pastor is so unromantic. So it's sitting up in my office crying your eyes out because you got a fool. That's unromantic too. I tell you what ends romance. It's called realization of what you got. That's what I end romance. <laughs> It'll put the fire out. <laughs> we in St. John chapter 8. We talking about turning on lights and stuff like that. Verse 10. It said, when Jesus had lifted up himself and saw none but the woman, because this is right after that woman that they brought to him, you know, who was caught in the act of adultery. I still ain't figured out where the dude was. Praise God, because if she is caught in the act of adultery, 
unless it was some invisible ghost or something, you know, praise God. And then, and then even then, how they know it was going on, praise God. So if she, so if she was caught in the act of adultery, somebody had to be there. Somebody was riding, she was riding, somebody was doing something. It said, and when Jesus had lifted up himself and saw none but the woman, he said unto her, listen, woman, where are those thine accusers? Have no man com- condemned thee? Jesus already told him, go ahead and throw rocks, but you just make sure you sinless before you throw yours. And they all dropped their rocks and went on about their business. Jesus said, so where your accusers at, baby? Verse 11, she said, no man, Lord. And Jesus said unto, her, said unto her, neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. Can I put a pause button right there? This represents the forgiveness that Jesus gave the church. Unconditional, caught guilty in the act. But he extended mercy into her life. Mercy into her life. Praise God, hundredfold back into your life. In such a way where she did not get the, she did not get the evil she deserved based upon the evil she did. It's like we didn't either. But notice what Jesus said. He didn't just say, okay, I forgave you. Go on about your business. He said, no. He said, I forgave you. Sin no more. See, because that's also the expectation of God's church too. I forgave you all that stuff you didn't do, that you did before. Now don't do no more. I forgave you what you did before. Don't do no more. I done let you off the hook. Don't jump back on the hook. Does anybody hear me up in here? So sin no more. That's his expectation of us, that we sin no more. Pause button off. That's his expectation of us. Jesus forgave the adulteress for her sin, but told her sin no more. That's because Jesus forgives us of our sin, but expects us to sin no more. That word no more means no further. No further. You went that far, don't go no further. It also translates any longer. Don't sin any longer. Henceforth. Don't sin henceforth. And hereafter, don't sin hereafter. I forgave you from this point forward. Do not sin. That's what he told her. But listen to this. He also said something else. He said, baby, don't sin no more. Verse 12, then spake Jesus unto them saying, I am the light of the world. He that follows me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have a light of light. Now he wasn't changing subjects here. Right after he told her, don't sin no more, he turned around and told the world, I am the light of the world. Remember that word light means luminousness? It means luminous. I am the luminousness of the world. He that walks with me walks and doesn't walk in darkness. Why is that? Because anytime we in sin, we in darkness. Anytime we step into sin, we step into darkness. Because you got to step into darkness to sin because you ain't in the light, there is no sin. There is no darkness at all in the light. I am the luminousness. See, light allows us to be able to to see clearly. Light allows us to be able to see clearly. See, she didn't, she sinned before because she didn't see clearly. She was doing stuff before because she didn't see clearly. It ain't just because she a slut. She don't see clearly. But now she's in the presence of God. And because now she's in the presence of God, now you see clearly. You see what should have happened to you. You see where you should have been. 
You see, the, you should, that you should have been invited to a, a rock concert. The moment that you, you let that brother in. You know, rock concert. That's where you're going to hit her with rocks and stuff. Praise God. Just pick up the joke, give it back to me, I'll use it later. Praise God. Because that would let, that come back unwrapped. Praise God. Amen. But you see where you were. Now, now you see better. See, we are people that when you come close to the Lord, you'll see better than you ever saw before. You'll see nuances and intricacies of the sin and what brought you in that you didn't see before. See, I see stuff way different now than I saw it before. That's why I can walk and sin no more. Because I've been, it's been illuminated to me. And I walk in the light as he is in the light. So it stays illuminated to me. Because if I step outside the light, I might be the wrong place at night. But if I stay in the light as he's in the light, the blood of Jesus covers my sin. And I live like Jesus really is my friend. Because you got to break your fellowship with the Lord in order to be able to do something you ought not do. Is this making sense to anybody up in here? Light also refers to revelation. Light also refers to revelation. The premise is that when we were in darkness, we couldn't see what we were doing. But now that we're following Jesus, he provided us the light. That gives us the revelation necessary to see exactly what we should and should not be doing. We see it now because we're in the light. God has provided us the revelation. He uncovered some stuff for us and showed us this is what you're really doing when you're doing what you're doing. This is what happens when you're really doing what you're doing. You think you're enjoying yourself. You jacking yourself. You think you are enjoying that little fun. But that ain't fun. That's death. Death to your finances. Death to your relationships. Death to everything that goes on in the middle of your life. That's death, praise God. He said, I need you to see that. He's forgiven you. He's forgiven you. Don't let the devil torment you. He has forgiven you. You are a child of the most high God. And you're, and, you, and, and you're forgiven. You're forgiven. Now just go sin no more. Hallelujah. God is setting his people free. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed for what the word of God had to say. I hope that you're seeing what the Word of God says about the increased intimacy that God wants us to have with Him. I hope even more that you're seeing the importance of doing what it is that needs to be done to have increased intimacy with God like He wants to have with me and you. Because if you do what needs to be done, then you'll follow the pathways to increase intimacy that God's Word lays out for us so that God can get what He wants, that is, increased intimacy with us. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just got that to church office at area code 210 That's area code 210 Or write us at Word of Faith Christmas Center, 1928 Bassing Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. 
Pacific Inn or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and check us out. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon. Thursday evenings at 645. Saturday afternoons at 430 and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation and you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. I guarantee that you'll be blessed when you do. And speaking of coming through, I invite all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to a very beneficial fellowship that's held at Word of Faith just for you. Especially if your desire is to draw closer to one another and to have a better marriage. We invite all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Covenant Partners Fellowship this Friday evening. It's a monthly marriage seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio that will help the marriages here in San Antonio. It's a monthly marriage seminar that you don't have to fly away to or pay half a pay to go to. It's free and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the married people. It's done on the third Friday of every month. Well, the wildest weather folk in San Antonio and surrounding areas come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that will help you take your marriage to another level. So come on through. You go from being married to happily married, I guarantee you. There's no charge, but a few offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until A, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because child care is provided at no charge. Neither I, VIP transportation is available for this too. So come on through and spend one evening out of the month investing in your marriage so it can be as good as God designed it to be and get even better than you ever thought it could be. Whether both of you come or one of you come, just come on through. You'll be so glad you did that as with or without your boo. And remember, your boo is the one you're married to. I look forward to seeing all of you this Friday evening at the Covenant Partners Fellowship at Word of Faith. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we're in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.